0: Don't call it a comeback! They've been here all year! Still braving the cold to chill with all you homies, it's the Asterisk! Joining us from a satellite-equipped igloo near the North Pole and covered in the freshly-hunted whale blubber which powers Saint's furnaces, it's your president and VPX! that's a new year's song i
1: feel like that's a christmas thing yeah maybe it's, it's not the
0: most nope that's also a christmas song
1: maybe are there any new year's thing? songs other than the final countdown
0: um oh do they play that like at new year's parties
1: it sounds like it the title should be a new year's song
0: i haven't been to a new year's party since i realized no one wants to kiss me <laughs> yeah Well, <little> sad opening <laughs> <laughs> maybe that
1: can be your new year's resolution
0: <laughs> i'm just kidding I, I, I like New Year's parties I just never went to them New Year's is the chillest Night of the year From my family My entire family Is of this opinion We all came to this opinion In our own Like at different times Through our own experiences But we find In the Hunter family That People like Just screw up New Year's Every year And everyone ends up Disappointed Like well because you get A bunch of invitations Or maybe you don't get Any invitations Which is also sad <laughs> You get a bunch of invita- Invitations Or you go like Okay it's gonna be We have this one shot at a good night, as if you couldn't just do this any other night of the year. This is, has to be the perfect night because the Gregorian calendar is ending. And then you make like nine different plans and you're like, I'm going to bounce between this party and this party and this party and then I'm going to go make an appearance, a cameo here because I like that girl. And then I'm going to try and make, a, make it over to that party because I hear uh, Jessica's over there and then I'll smooch right midnight and it'll be the best night of my life. And then you like end up going to one party getting slammed because you're so excited and then passing out in the front yard. Or doing nothing. Or you, like, just go, like, you get, like, overwhelmed from, like, par- choi- p- choice paralysis. And you just, like, <laughs> stay inside with a book. And so I decided to just, like, try and make a billion plans. I literally just, like, on New Year's, I typically stay in.
1: Your your experiences that you've had so far with New Year's sound wild. Well, like, like, from <laughs> all of those, like, half stories that you just told. like That's, like, crazy. That,
0: that's what people do all the time for New Year's, though. Crazy.
1: I almost every year have uh just like a party in my apartment and all of my neighbors get mad at me but that's the one time then they cuz they're not mad because the last time I had a party was the year before <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like they the get out learn. of jail free card for parties is new years I they're like once ah. a year. yeah they're like ah, it's new years like you're allowed to have a party they yeah. get mad at me we set off fireworks in the park which is i'm pretty sure not allowed in calgary um so i didn't say that but um, <laughs> it's super fun
0: okay see but you are in a different so you're in a okay i'm starting to understand in your previous like in the years preceding that it's like you clearly have a had a different social um standing i won't say it's necessarily better or worse but you were you have enough people who are willing to come to your house like to me it's like i always had like we just had three or four place. well yeah i guess you also the we nice have place. like
1: just like our apartment is just like basically one big room I'm so getting this loft. Nice. I'm getting this loft. I'll start
0: hosting parties. Yeah. we will take the burden off some other people. There we but go. See, I always had like five people who would actually want to come over, but they don't want to on New Year's because they want to go hit up the parties. Mm-hmm. Like I was like high enough in the social standing that I could get invited to a lot of New Year's parties, but I wasn't so high up that I could host one. <laughs>
1: social standing. Crazy. You Victoria people. Crazy concept.
0: Yeah. Didn't have any bullies in my high school, there but we go. did have like a rough social hierarchy. <laughs> no one got bullied for it though it was just like people just kind of accepted
1: did you have new year's pub crawls like where you jump on a bus and everyone goes to the s- same places because that's a big thing in calgary
0: pub crawls well i was in high school so no oh, i yeah. didn't i moved to calgary when i was 17 okay. i will
1: tell you this i tried to go on a pub
0: crawl like i moved to maybe i already told this story on the podcast maybe not i moved to calgary at 17 and then i was at u C. At the U of C, I was living in residences. And in residences, there are these things called uh, special academic communities. So mm-hmm. like one floor in one of the buildings, I think it's Rundle Hall, is only business students, first-year business students. And one floor in the other building is only first-year engineering students. And I was Crazy. an engineer, and I did not choose either of those floors. Because I was like, I want to be in with like communications. And I, you know, I want the real experience. Mm-hmm. And so they put me on the business floor. <laughs> Classic. So I was in first-year engineering for anyone who is familiar or knows someone in first year engineering, you don't sleep. You only study. You literally breathe knowledge. And that is it. Anyone who's familiar with first year business, it is not that, <laughs> it is not that experience, especially in residences. Um, so there was a bit of a disconnect. Everyone was pretty much every night of the, like during the week work, the, like the actual work week and on the weekend, everyone was going to Cowboys cause they were 17 <laughs> or they were 18, I suppose. And, uh, I couldn't because I was seventeen. Not that um. I wanted to, because I hated every single person on that floor, mm. deep down inside. Uh, well, maybe I, I liked like two of them. There was another engineer that got stuck on that floor for no reason. And uh, anyway, that's why <laughs> that's why I got double pneumonia. Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> the, that's a that's a New Year's resolution that I <laughs> that I don't want. <laughs>
0: yeah, that might have seemed like a non sequitur to our listeners, but I got double pneumonia because I could not sleep. Like, uh, literally, it was final season. I could not sleep. And there's a whole story attached to it that I won't tell in public. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I couldn't sleep because the business, um, troglodytes were, no offense, Ryan, were doing foot races
1: in the hallways and, uh. I about, was trying to study It's all about know. building those networks, Liam, and, uh, <laughs> those valuable connections for your future, <laughs> getting over 500 connections on LinkedIn. You gotta do that through those hallway races. There like, that's the only way. There
0: was this guy on my floor. I think he was like the son of like the chairman of the board of Suncor. Oh and he used that as an excuse to be, used to be a douchebag to everyone because he had infinite money. So we just take people to the bar and spend like a hundred bucks on drinks. Of course, not his hundred dollars. Daddy's hundred dollars. Um, and, like, me and the other engineer were the only people who weren't impressed by it and found it annoying. Mm. And so he'd give us the finger in the hallways. And, he, like, he decided to exile us. And it was the first experience I've had with, like, social ostracism and, like, bullying. Not that I was a huge social butterfly. But, again, I will reiterate, at my high school, there were just no bullies. Which sounds like bullshit. But, like, in my year, everyone just got along. Yeah, Everyone was invited to the parties. Okay. and like the one guy who tried to be a bully everyone made fun of for trying to be a bully and that was the only instance of bullying was that the guy who tried to be a bully didn't didn't work out for him cuz everyone bullied him
1: but this this fancy man at your res was able to buy the affections of everyone else hey
0: yeah and i went to like successfully i went to like the rich kid high school in victoria too i was not like n- nearly as like i was not part of that kind of uh Socioeconomic class, but just due to the geographic location of my house, like I ended up going to school with like
1: sons of oil tycoons and stuff. Crazy. And like,
0: no one was trying to buy affections. <laughs> they all were like pretty real
1: people. They couldn't because they everyone couldn't. had enough money to just buy their own affections. Exactly.
0: Everyone mm. was showing up to school in their Audis or whatever, so like no one was impressed by like hundred bucks in Res
1: though. Hundred bucks in Res goes a long way.
0: Yeah, 100 bucks in Raz does go a long way. Well, I wasn't, I, to be clear to our listeners, because I don't want to seem unrelatable, and also because it's the truth. I was not showing up to school in an Audi. I rode my road bike, my vintage road bike that I got from a garage sale all the way to school every Amazing. day. Thank you very much. From Raz?
1: No, no, this
0: is <laughs> in high school. <laughs>
1: It's like that, <laughs> flexing with a road bike from Res to from class th- <laughs> in the winter, just in
0: the in the tunnels
1: that yeah. they have at U of right?
0: It's like riding through. We spent a lot of time talking about U on this podcast. You know, to be fair, when I was at U of they spent a lot of time talking about state. So. Have you ever been to a state Res party? I have not because uh, by the time I got to state, I was done living in Res, and I found the idea of Res, um due to my experience in res it Mm -hmm. sets off like this primal lizard brain reaction of like (sighs) bad that was me hissing into the mic (laughs) why is it fun i remember res parties being fun like when i did have like the one night free a semester to like party and the business kids were feeling um not as factional uh you know i did have fun i had fun in the Res.
1: yeah i feel the only ever times i've been to gatherings or parties at sate res is when people are coming back from cowboys i feel like sate has like a a huge culture of like people go to cowboys because they go on the train right and then our res is so close to the train line it's like all right the night's done everyone let's go back to like one of the cool res rooms in like east hall and east hall is cool for for parties because it's like four people in a unit so they have like a bunch of space which is super nice and like open space where you can just, like, move the furniture around and, like, put a table in or whatever. You know what? I actually... Pretty fun. I was wrong. I have been to a
0: party in um, St. Rez. It, was it wasn't it was when I was going to St. it though. It was because I was not coming back from Cowboys. Alright, we were classier than that. We were mm-hmm. coming back from Knoxville's. Oh, yeah. yeah much way, classier. Way classier. <laughs> um, and, because uh, I think they had, like, a $1... It was, like, a Looney Beers or something. It was just... Crazy. Tr- I was just... Yeah, you, you know, big surprise. But my memory of this night is not super clear. But I do it's remember. Because
1: you got drugged, because you went to Knoxville. <laughs> that's where that happens.
0: I had, did. I I got drugged by myself by drinking With like alcohol. by t- <laughs> drinking twenty loony beers. But yeah, we come back on the train. I think there was like a state kid, and I was like, oh, so you're a mythical state kid, one of those dumb dumbs they're always talking about, because you don't go to university. Meanwhile, four years down the line, here I am.
1: And you're like, oh, this is gonna get me a real job. Yeah, Maybe <laughs> this is better.
0: I actually have applicable <laughs> skills, and like, I'm not a <laughs> some prick with a superiority complex that I, at the age of 18. <laughs> yeah,
1: not that that's everyone there, but definitely is There's definitely there. a culture.
0: I'm like, I can tell. F- I can tell you from straight up experience that there is a p- pretty per- pervasive culture of like looking down on other schools. Uh, at least among the students, it's not encouraged by the administration, right? not taking hot shots at the actual institution. Right? But uh, yeah, when I was going there, I thought I was better than Sate. And uh, I was an idiot. <laughs> I, w- I thought that because I was an idiot. Um, anyway, the SAIT student was just like, yeah, my res is way closer to the train line. Let's go. And Of course, they were the nicest people.
1: Probably like the first time, you know, you walked from the train and you walk past Heritage Hall and you're like, oh, that's a really cool building. And then you look to your right and you look over the soccer field and you see like the cool silhouette of the city and you're like, wow, I didn't know Sate had a really cool soccer field. And then you walk a little bit more and there's like these big, sweet Res towers and the Res is better than UFC and the same price and you're like, wow, like I didn't even know Sate was cool because you think about it as we, like uh, this old trade school, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, uh, except we didn't
0: take that route. We walked past Johnson Cobb and then went under, like, the library link, like the little overpass you can walk under by the library. Oh, where yeah. people smoke, but they're not supposed to, and now mm-hmm. they're not supposed to smoke anywhere. Um, and then past the Culinary Building. But if I had walked that way, I'm sure I would have had that
1: reaction. Fair. I mean, even the Bacon Building, though. The Bacon Building is pretty cool.
0: I guess, yeah. I, I had that reaction when I first walked down to State as, like, an applicant. When I walked in, I was just like, Damn <laughs> I was like, this
1: place is pretty tight. The first time I walked into a Stangrad atrium was when I was like in grade twelve and I was like, Oh, I thought Sate was just a bunch of old brick buildings. <laughs> and then I saw that atrium with like the exposed brick like on the inside of the building and I was like, This is sweet. Like maybe this place is actually cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it it is pretty cool. I'd also like to just like I'm gonna bookend this conversation by saying straight up to our listeners, it's like, hey. I am was wrong. Okay, I just want to make it very clear. When I engaged <laughs> in the toxic culture of looking down on other schools, I was wrong. Right, and I, you know, I'm I'm happy to say that I'm a different man. And also, uh, look at that changed. I think that can be evidenced by the fact that I'm friggin' here. <laughs> like I'm, I go to school here. I clearly find value in it. So I don't even know if that needs to be included, but I uh, just want everyone to say to know that I love you. I literally ran for the board of directors because I came to say it. And
1: I was like, holy crap, I'm being treated so well here as a human being instead of a number. Yeah, you have one teacher that learns your name and you're like, oh my god, that's more than any teacher ever knew about me at U of C.
0: Yeah, I literally had a teacher tell me that it was his policy not to have office hours. (laughs) At U of (laughs) C? Yeah, at U of C. I had to go to the ombudsman and the ombudsman was like, I told him to 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 give you office hours and so the guy had one lunch with me and then never talked to me again that's crazy it was great it was so good okay i want to talk about new year's resolutions let's do it how's uh what's your new year's resolutions we're in the new year um definitely not recording this before the new year that wouldn't be deceptive and that's why we're not doing that we always record things the day before they're released absolutely how's your resolutions gone
1: uh, I actually have, I'm going to say the hardest time making resolutions because I- You're going to say
0: the hardest time. You have the, empirically, the the hardest time in the world out of all 8 billion people on earth making resolutions. Just keep tearing me down, Liam. Okay. No, no you keep, said you're gonna going to say it. It seemed like you considered what you were going to say, and then keep you said going. it. Keep going. Keep
1: <laughs> going. Tear me down. Uh, but the, the, re- I just feel like resolutions are so- I don't, like, I don't see the point in making a resolution at New Year, and I think that's because I've been in school so long, like, the New Year to me is, like, September 1st, like, that's New Year. Yeah, true. Um, so I, like, make resolutions to, like, get a job or do better or, like, take LinkedIn learning or, like, whatever like that, like, in at the end of August, not, like, New Year's. And I have made New Year's resolutions before, like, two years ago i was like all right i'm gonna go to the gym three times a week and then i would go to the talisman center which is repsol center now um i don't even know if it's actually still repsol center it might have changed again it's a center it's a center yeah and it smells like a, a nice warm pool water which is amazing in a good way in a good way i think it's salt <laughs> <pool> <laughs> i was gonna water. say that was a but weird it's great. pitch yeah the smell Um, warm pool water but it doesn't make sense because everyone makes that resolution around that time of the year and then you go there and like i know this has been said a million times but like you have to wait in line for machines yeah 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 so just make your resolutions at another time of year that's my philosophy
0: i don't like new year's resolutions for the same reason i don't like new years it's arbitrary yeah Um, like other cultures have new years at different times because they just follow a different calendar um and also yeah i've been in post-secondary for what like coming on to my seventh year mm-hmm. um, though I wouldn't say it's funny that you say that it's September is your new year. that to me is like a couple months in For me, my new year is the day finals in winter semester is done because that's the only time in the year where I feel like okay, break, I'm actually like have the free? opportunity for I'm free like yeah. I can do whatever I want with this time. And then I can begin to form good habits that I can hopefully carry into September Mm. um, that sometimes works. For example, a few years running, it was to quit smoking. (laughs) And I actually quit smoking this past year. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I used to say, it's like, I can quit smoking. I've quit smoking a couple times. And then someone pointed out to me, they were like, then you didn't. (laughs) I was like. Oh. <laughs> Damn. All yeah. I did was like stop smoking for two months and then go back into smoking. Yeah. Because I had proved to myself it was possible. Um Yeah, I don't
1: I don't I also don't like I don't know, man, I just never make resolutions. I think the idea of like making resolutions and like checking in with them like often is a good thing. I just think the fact of, like, doing it because of New Year's, and I think that's kind of, like, what you're saying, is, like, the wrong reason. Like, I think having, like, resolutions where you're, like, all right, like, winter semester is over. I'm going to try and do these things over the summer. And, like, over the next year is great. And then doing, like, the same kind of thing in September, the same kind of thing after exams, like, in the fall. I think that's awesome. But I just think, like, yeah, like, the New Year's Day is just so arbitrary. It's, like, what is it? Why? Super arbitrary. And, like... W- was that LSAT one of your resolutions? It was.
0: Yeah, you studied and then wrote the LSAT and passed. Passed LSAT.
1: Yeah, I did. I did pretty good. Apparently, you're not supposed to talk about what you got for score, though. That's oh. what I. That's what I hear. Word okay. on the street is, yeah.
0: Lawyer, lawyer, police, show up.
1: <laughs> Take this man away. Is the lawyer? I haven't judges? talked about what I got yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough um i'm set the lawyer police are gonna let me off the hook for this one i'm
0: gonna like maybe that should be my resolution it's like pick up a just a crap ton of creditations i'm gonna write my canadian securities course and my lsat and my my brother's got his um the trading license where you don't have to ask people to trade you're just allowed to trade is that a license yeah so you have to take a course and get a certificate otherwise if you get like your csc canadian securities course like you have to you can get clients but you have to ask those clients and like pat clear the trades with them. Right. If you get this other license, then you can like just be
1: like give me your money and I will manage it and I'll make trades as I see fit. Is that like one of the big professional licenses like a CPA or a CFA that takes like a long time though? It
0: took a while, but um yeah, I think it's like a big milestone because then you can start really trading in a lot of money. Like people That's can cool. hand over massive portfolios and or you can like start I don't know, it starts opening
1: doors for you, I'm sure. I don't want to talk too much about someone else's career. You're gonna have <laughs> to shave your mustache though if you want people to trust you with their money. Excuse me? I'm just saying. <laughs> or maybe put some just for men in How that many thing. times do
0: I need to say this? The mustache is not my choice. All right. I don't even <laughs> like myself with a mustache. I think it look like a little <laughs> greaser. All right?
1: <laughs> maybe the you girlfriend can just throw is some quite wax in there. Maybe the, that'll
0: work. <laughs> look, the girlfriend is fond of it. And I'm not under any illusions about that being a commonality, all right? I'm just living in this reality as long as I can. Living the dream. Yeah, because I know that, like, I don't know, if the, by some twist of fate I ever find myself in a relationship with someone else, God forbid. Love you, girlfriend. Um, you know, they won't want me to wear a mustache. <laughs> so I'm living in this, all right? I started Do you, it you just... wear a mustache?
1: Is that, a, is that how you have a mustache? You wear it?
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. Earlier... Earlier, you said that someone was making me grow a mustache, and I don't think anyone can make you grow a mustache. They can just make you not shave it. <laughs> your body <laughs> makes you grow the mustache. <laughs> so, yeah, she crawled in there and pushed the hair out. Like, what? <gasps> there. Get out of there! <laughs> New Year's resolutions. It's like, uh, bad resolutions off the top of your head. Shitty resolutions that people shouldn't try. Uh, Get a girlfriend. Oh, <sighs> Wow. Yeah. Terrible resolution. Terrible resolution. Here's an idea. Get comfortable with yourself. Love yourself. And people will just come. Yeah.
1: Boom. That's actually the truth. It sounds so cliche. But like yeah. if you can't be happy on and your get busy. own, you're a pussy. Get busy doing things that you like doing and you'll meet other people that like the same things that you do and then it'll happen. But try, like, with the goal of being like, oh, I'm going to find a relationship. It's like, Meh. Yeah.
0: Lamb. Like you can't you know. do it. You can't set a goal. It's dependent it's on forced. other people. Yeah. It's totally forced. Like be like, I'm going to turn myself into the way i've always tried to put it's like i just want to be i didn't even look for relationships for so long um this one i'm in now is like the first one where i was just like i actually feel like i'm not a piece of shit (laughs) anymore and i i I could actually have a relationship is that like because i i think you should focus on yeah welcome to the relationship podcast with ryan and liam i think you should focus on like turning yourself think of the oh yeah damn we'll save it for like spoiler alert getting intimate next month Um, I think you should like say try and think about who you want like or the type of person you want in your life, and then make some make yourself into someone who they're like deserving of Mm -hmm. not deserving of that wait that they are that is worthy of that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if you want someone who's brilliant and ambitious and challenges you, like don't be a dunce and try and get some ambition of your own. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want someone who challenges you, like. Hey, I don't know, like grow a thicker skin (laughs) and like start thinking. Or a thicker mustache in my case. (laughs) So like, yeah, that's a great (laughs) choice. Relationship (laughs) one is a terrible, terrible resolution. You know what I have
1: done though in the past that's kind of on that same vein? I put it, it wasn't really a resolution, but it was on my bucket list was to go on a Tinder date.
0: Oh man, that was kind of on my list as well. I didn't do a resolution because I don't do resolutions, but I resolved to do that and I went on. Two tender dates. How are they? I became friends with one of them. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, no, I've been on three. That's a huge success. I've been on three. And they went exactly like uh, most of my relationships with women, where I just became their friend. And then the third one I just never saw again. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't a good thing
1: then. It was a terrible
0: thing for its purpose. I just became friends with all of them. Like, that's a problem uh, yeah, I'm just a friendly guy friend, it I mean, is yeah. it is better Look, I'm not out here like I'm, I'm, look, I wasn't even at the time I wasn't crying about being in the friend zone or anything I just like meet people and I'm just like this is great I'd love to keep having this <laughs> relationship yeah <laughs> what's the best way to maintain that yeah keeping it platonic um, I'm gonna say working out terrible resolution mm-hmm. absolutely sucks uh get fit in your own time don't wait until the New Year's
1: yeah just do it like and it doesn't have to be going to the gym. No, it you do not have
0: to burn money. Gym memberships are such a waste of money. Yeah.
1: Like, you can you can go uh, you can go for runs. Like, if you live in St. Rez or you live anywhere near the school, there's this massive hill right by us. There's and also a hill, gym. There, well, yeah. <laughs> th- well, not right now. <laughs> not right now, but there's the hill. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of, like, wooden stairs up and down the hill along, like, various points on the hill, too. And I know tons of people who just, like, go run the stairs, which is super cool um another thing also can't do right now but i think i like to think is way more fun is like join a sports team like play intramurals oh, yeah. or like calgary sport and social club or like any of those things because then you get fit but you don't even like have to focus on it you're just naturally doing it old know? lang Sign. sorry
0: there's a new Year's song it's old lang Sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual new.
1: Would that be something that we all know? I'm Scottish. I can't believe I didn't oh. think of Old Lang Syne. Yeah,
0: Old Lang Syne is something you totally know. For Old Lang Syne. Never.
1: The Scots and the Irish, I feel like, have songs for everything.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, I'm looking at a list of New Year's resolutions here. Read more books. Let's give them a number rating.
1: Four out of 10. I feel like read a specific book is a good rating like resolution but I'm read never, more in general is like eh.
0: well i'm in engineering so as you know they never taught me to read yeah, cook right. one new thing each week 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 resolution just do that
1: i don't like cooking i would say eat one new thing every week. <sighs> you just week.
0: don't like cooking and you don't like eating i like we went on a eating. trip together and i took you to a restaurant you were like oh my god so expensive <laughs> i'm paying for the experience ryan <laughs> you're like but i won't have this tomorrow <laughs> but you'll have the memory it was a damn good miso glaze on that halibut. Um, build a better budget. You can just do that without... Like, I feel like most of these... Join a club. See, that's kind of what you said, actually. Just get out join there. Join a team.
1: Yeah. Just get out there. Just send it. But why does it have to be... I guess maybe this is beside the point, but why does it have to be a New Year's resolution? Like, just join a club. That yeah. can be a September resolution. That could <laughs> be like... It's especially
0: a September or January resolution, at would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drink less of booze yeah I right. maybe if i don't know about that yeah. I, I think that's a great idea but i don't want to
1: <laughs> stop smoking i think is a good one
0: quit smoking was great yeah like i already quit smoking don't tell me to stop being an alcoholic too um yeah most of these are pretty trash how about uh how about we uh not make any this year
1: yeah. I resolved to, to do that. Yeah, I resolved to... I resolved that oh I God. haven't currently made any, and I probably won't. I resolved to not
0: contract coronavirus for a second time. I guess I didn't get it the first time, but I was dangerously close. Yeah, crazy. I resolved to get vaccinated in 2021. Boom. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Have you got your flu shot already? Uh, Yeah, but I mean for COVID. I, I need to get the flu shot. I. I don't know, dude. I got the flu shot, and then I immediately got sick for like that a happens, week. That happens, though. But then you don't get nearly as sick as like if you actually get the flu. To be and clear, then,
0: I'm not I'm not advocating to not get the flu shot. I'm yeah. just saying like time it. Yeah, I would go like, on vacation before you get the flu shot. Or, or you the know opposite. what? Last we'll yeah, dude. You know what? Do it on work at work time, baby. <laughs> poop on company time. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> too actually, much you know poop what?
1: talk in this <laughs> too podcast. <way> too much. <laughs> But, yeah, New Year, lots of lots of new things happening with, like, businesses and institutions and stuff, too. Like, I wonder if institutions make New Year's resolutions, you know? Like, does the government come around and be like, in the New Year, we resolve to... I think they do. It's the budget.
0: They just make their New <laughs> Year's resolutions in, like, at June? the end of the fiscal oh, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new fiscal year resolutions. Yeah. In our budget, less money for post-secondary education. Yeah. They resolve to run us into the ground um plan a vacation become a plant owner cut calories take the stairs book all your doctor's visits for the year don't know what the hell that one's about i, th- I think that's a great idea but all of these like, things are shit that resolution. you could just do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who resolves to book all their doctor's visits for the year like i resolve i'm gonna spend an hour <laughs> to do this and then i'll be done that's the all that was week. required super friggin weak oh my god plan a vacation start doing yoga with your partner oh man We'll talk about this next episode. I have resolution? I have yoga. I have yoga worries. But just do discuss. it. You
1: don't need like a specific time. You could just do just do yoga. Yeah,
0: okay. We'll just talk about the resolution fact. Terrible resolution, just do yoga. Except for me, I hate yoga. Mm. I'm gonna say it. You know what? I don't care what our sound editor says, I'm gonna say it. Frig yoga. <laughs> F- friggin' frickin' yoga heck. Cool, cool off Liam.
2: Yeah, I don't know. pour some cra- water on that attitude. I'm okay. too crazy. Yeah, it's
0: like do some friggin' exercise, bud. Figure it out. All right, Ryan, I think we've dedicated a little too much time to this. Re- you know what I'm resolving to do? What's that? I'm resolving to move into the next segment. I think you can hear. That's a
1: great resolution.
0: Thank you. I resolve to move into the next segment, not because it is easy, <laughs> but because it is hard. <laughs> segment two and headlines <laughs> nothing bad ever happens to the kennedys
1: are we going kennedys because we're gonna get political
0: yeah and also because i don't know sometimes i just switch my like,
1: terrible jfk impression i think that's a great jfk
0: it gets better or worse as much depending on how much
1: i've uh, watched clone high or how recently but let's uh let's take the f out of that uh jfk and just do some jk let's talk about that guy
0: Jason jk oh jk rowling <laughs> i was like isn't she transphobic you're gonna now? start talking about
1: like the learning experience at hogwarts <laughs> at hogwarts they need more work integrated learning opportunities because how are they supposed to get a job in the wizarding world yeah. once they graduate uh you know what they
0: they i mean technically harry did have an, have an internship with the order of the phoenix also um also uh you know what they need at hogwarts not work integrated learning they need freaking workplace safety
1: regulations. What that's they
0: need—moving stairways. How many kids have been bisected by a moving stairway because they just like stumbled, tripped, and they got decapitated because a stairway lopped them off. Or
1: lost an arm, just like, oh no, I fell over.
0: There need to be some freaking guide rails on those. I remember that was like the first thing I thought of as a kid when I saw the moving staircases. I had like a microsecond of wonder, and, and like, you're like, that's terrifying. and then after I was like, actually this sucks. Like look how deep that chasm is that these moving stairways are moving above. Like yeah, god. What's at
1: the bottom okay you know what's Anyways. at the bottom of
0: it probably a big old pile of internship applications probably because we're talking about work integrated lo- well we're talking we about a are. lot of stuff we're talking about alberta uh students executive council yeah that's asec that's the one of the many operations that i uh am a delegate to both of us really are delegates so you're on the board of directors of asec this I am year I'm this year um yeah. but it's in my portfolio as well uh for our listeners they're a provincial advocacy group it's mm-hmm. a bunch of different schools that are a part of that. Uh, SARDC. We'll be hearing from their president. I was Reddick College? Uh, we'll be hearing from their president later in the in the show. Um, why, are we, why are we
1: hearing from her, Liam?
0: Well, because she's the chair of oh. the board of ASAC, and she's going to tell us a little bit a little bit more about uh. Well, I'm not going to give it away. Some some spicy advocacy for sure, as we like to say Definitely at ASAC. Very spicy. Um, but in particular, we're going to talk about a few things off of the 2020-2021. Uh, priorities document which yeah. is uh <laughs> and it's a little shop talk <laughs> but uh i know it's not entirely self-explanatory it is um but just for our listeners that is the stuff that they advocate for yeah. pretty much they all throw More it in a big priorities. old document and they th- slap it down on the desk of various mlas or rather digitally email them say boom do this these are the things that's what they do that's what um, they do. john billido, the executive director kicks open the door of uh, Jason Kenney's office once a year yeah, and throws a and document Minister at him Nicolades. and just Mr. Nicolaitis and
1: Mr. Nicolaides throws it Excuse like me? doesn't even say anything just whips the document at him and runs away Brian how
0: disrespectful. it is Minister Nicolaides sorry thank you very much and uh, yeah what is what is totally respectful is the graceful manner at which this document is thrown at their face every year yeah um, usually pretty successfully too got yes. a good working relationship floated at their face yeah like a leaf on the wind
1: yes except more like a brick because the document tends to be quite thick.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of work that goes into the document. Shout out to, uh, shout out
1: to ASAC. Yeah. So uh, yeah, ASEC, uh, that's our lobby group every year. Like Liam's saying, we put together a, a big, well-researched, I guess, group of asks that we want the government to do this year. Most of the time it's around cost, but it's also about getting students jobs um, this year, one of the big things that is on the document is uh, work integrated learning, which lots of you probably haven't heard the term of, but you've also already done because uh, co-ops, internships, anything where you use your education in work is work integrated learning. And we're advocating for more of that. We want to see more of that because we think that the best way you can actually learn the skills that you're going to do in a job is by doing the job. Yeah, pretty much. That's why we don't have
0: like uh we don't have like a micro credential for being a waiter. Yeah. Yeah, because most people just they like, go in there and you know they figure learn it out how to do it. Yeah, they yeah. just learn how to do it.
1: And I hear that that's kind of the same thing a lot of the time with, like, engineering students, you know, culinary students. With business students, it's for sure a thing because you get put into the yeah. job. And then they're like, hey, we're going to do it this way. And you're like, oh, I've never done that. And they're like, cool. Yeah, that happens you're to an extent.
0: This. They don't, like, teach you thermodynamics no, <laughs> in, but they... in an
1: engineering office. They're like,
0: they'll be like, all right, well, now here's how to do an analysis of, of an HVAC system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe you haven't had experience doing that. Here's how we go about that. Exactly. But um, they won't teach the
1: foundation.
0: (laughs) They won't be like, and here's how to do math.
1: Yeah, but then, like, usually, because of the way everything's structured, you don't even remember most of it anyways. So they, like, you learn how to learn, right? And then you have to go back and learn how to actually apply that knowledge, which you don't learn in school, really, but you learn that through doing the work integrated learning oh you know, time. you know the other part of it that i think is really cool it's seemingly kind of a new phrase is learning integrated work
0: yeah we're less we're less uh we're, we're passionate about that for sure um for our listeners that's when you are uh already a professional in the environment and let's say a global pandemic arrives and you can't work <laughs> for a little bit um or maybe your company doesn't need you on site but they want to hold on to you well, it's something they can do with that time. They can pop you right back into the education system, upskill you, get you back into the uh, work environment as a more yeah. valuable employee. That's uh, you know, less valuable to our listeners, uh, but right now, but like it's actually very valuable for to Albertans in general. Absolutely, uh, big old skills gap, and it also keeps workers uh, in the workforce um, yeah. and from being having their skills kind of get outdated. We're getting degraded learning is especially important right now, Ryan, um, because we see um we've seen so many people kind of leave uh, well leave unfortunately be let off, let go from their uh from their jobs um and many of them are using uh this opportunity to kind of get back into the workforce we need them to be able to uh, sorry get back into education so they can w- enter the workforce maybe in a new career uh, maybe it's a lateral move just with a new skill set but in the same industry um and we need to make sure that those students are actually getting the skills that they need uh, to succeed and to get hired on the other side of this so co-ops internships highly valuable how do we mm-hmm. get to those students co-ops and internships there's a couple ways the government can provide tax incentives for companies that mm-hmm. offer positions and run programs like that for students uh where of course the the company is already benefiting um the tax incentive is great but the company all usually already benefits mm-hmm. when you run a program an internship program with a school where a lot that is has a, a program that uh, creates graduates that you would then be hiring anyway, you have a, a more direct line. It's pretty much a pre-hiring p- process where you get to do a little trial run yeah. with this kid before he graduates, or adults before they graduate, um, and find out if you like him. Additionally, that tax incentive is—it's just that it's an incentive to make sure that uh, you know, there's more reason to actually run those programs. Yeah. Uh there's also something about paired partnerships. You want to tell me about that?
1: Yeah, Liam, I I love preferred partnerships, but you know what? I'm pretty sure you're the expert at preferred partnerships. So why don't you take a crack at that one?
0: <laughs> Very smooth. Um I think uh they're a great uh, they're a great idea. Uh it's when the institution creates a preferred status uh for companies that participate in work integrated learning opportunities for their students. So let's say there was a big um Crap! are we a Coke or Pepsi campus? <laughs> I don't know. Are we a Pepsi? I feel what like we, we gonna... switched recently. uh The the ghost of our former sand engineer is that okay? Yeah, I don't know why he was making a big swoop with his hands earlier. A C. <laughs> oh, why would it's you draw the sea in the air like you're on the Disney Channel? He just just give us. made it with his fingers. He made a it with C. his fingers. That made sense. Okay, Coke. Let's say there's a big Coke. uh Uh, office in town you know they might create internships for state graduates business graduates let's say or marketing graduates um they might create internships for them and in exchange we'll sell cook products of course we already sell cook products and the exchanges i think we get a better deal on them um most campuses are usually aligned on one side of the that soda war uh but kind of expanding on that you could have a variety of different partnerships so beyond just like sodas um that preferred partner status could also, you know, mean that, you know, you could allow these uh, companies to post directly to students. Um, I, for one, get emails about, like, I f- sometimes get emails from my academic chair being like, hey, this company, or sorry, from an instructor, not my academic chair. I don't think it's that official. Um, being like, hey, this company's looking for uh, student workers. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys should apply to it. I can tell you from my time in the industry that it's a good company. Um, now that's just like something that one of my instructors did once Mm -hmm. if you actually had a preferred partner status you could i'd be getting that email from maybe my academic chair instead of just an instructor who decided to do something nice for the students yeah and you'll have that direct line to new hirees and the exchange Mm -hmm. is students now have a direct line to getting hired yeah
1: or it would be like a job posting that's exclusively for like they hire 10 state students every year that are graduating in the next year
0: precisely i believe the U of C has a couple of uh, cool.
1: partnerships like that with engineering
0: co- firms. Like I remember from when I was uh, at school there mm-hmm. um, and we could do the same. You know, cool. I think we might already have some. I can't speak for state, um, but work integrated learning is super important. We just want the government to uh, provide some incentives for companies to participate
1: uh, in a database, in those. So it's easy to find. Yeah.
0: We also want them to it's create a database so that students are not only incentivized to take part in them, but have access to that uh, mm-hmm. information
1: much more easily because right now you have to scour through yeah. Indeed,
0: Monster, yeah. the actual school's
1: website, the company's websites, and we want to make sure that those students who are going to do those internships are actually learning the things that they are supposed to be learning in those internships, not just getting coffee.
0: Yeah, precisely. We yeah. want to make sure that they're quality educational experiences, exactly. just like their pro- their quality work experiences and or, you know profit opportunities for um, for the companies themselves, mm-hmm. but. That all kind of ties into this more holistic idea of uh, education being a part of our economic recovery plan. Mm -hmm. You know, we have uh, a lot of people we've spoken to a little bit earlier about how people have left the workforce and a lot of them are now in the unemployed column when you're looking at statistics. If you are no longer looking for work, for those who haven't taken Econ 101 um, or 201 or whatever, if you're not looking for work, you're not considered unemployed, which is quite i found that interesting so if you go into education you have less unemployed people uh, that's a good pitch to the government because they get mm-hmm. to lower that stat but it also means that um those people who have left it's it's not like they're just cooking the books like those people who are no longer looking for work and are now upskilling they're getting the skills that are going to open doors for them have greater opportunities on the other side of this pandemic mm-hmm. and when our economy is kind of back up and running however we manage that cross your fingers uh, one of the ways that we will eventually manage that, though, is education. And I, I believe we might have a, a special guest here to tell us a little bit more about that. I think we talked about it uh, earlier. She's uh, Brittany Lawson, the uh, president of the Students Association of Red Deer College and the chair of the Alberta Students Executive Council. Uh, I will be hitting this big red button in a moment here, Ryan, so gird your loins. Uh, when I hit it, of course, the transdimensional transporter will Suck our uh, our innards outside of our bodies and then shove them right back in. Deconstruct Love us in this place and reconstruct us in the interview dimension. I'm gonna be pressing it three, a, a two, a,
1: a one. D'arrr!
0: Joining you, dear listener, from the interview dimension, a pocket dimension that we maintain under Campus Center, uh, accessed through a Stargate-like portal. Um, unfortunately, it is incredibly painful. My, I do have a nosebleed. Uh, however, we're joined here uh, by Brittany Lawson, the chair of the Alberta Students Executive Council. And just saying the name brings relief to the pain. Brittany, how are you?
2: I am good, Liam, thank you. Is is the ride in normally that bumpy?
0: It is, unfortunately, okay. it's, you know, proprietary states of technology. Um, we haven't worked out all of the kinks, but we do have students from the Department of Manufacturing and Automation uh, working on the portal.
2: Uh, love it, love students using their skills.
0: Yeah, well, our new trans-dimensional portal technology program is coming along. Uh, so c- just for our listeners, Britt, will you tell us uh, who are you? and how did you get involved in student politics or student advocacy as well?
2: Sure, yeah. Um, As mentioned before, my name is Brittany Lawson. I am the chair of ASEC, but I also happen to be, um, and this consumes most of my time, the president for the Student Association of Red Deer College, um, located in the city of Red Deer. Um, Yeah, I kinda, I've been a part of student leadership for quite a few years now. This is my fifth year. Um, and actually, it was kind of a gradual start. I, I started off being a student group exec, got involved in council, ran for a vice president position, um, and then uh, this is my second term as president. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a gradual um, growth into student leadership, but uh, I love it. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got involved.
0: A storied, a storied career for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about, I, I'm sure we'd all love to hear about SARDC, but for now, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the Alberta Students Executive Council, ASEC, um, you know, our mutual organization?
2: Yes. Yeah. So um, it's my first year on ASEC's board. Uh, last year, I was a voting delegate. Um, and, and, you know, with being elected to the board, I was in turn elected to being chair, Which I've I've totally loved, uh, you know, growing into that role. ASAC is um, a really cool organization. So ASAC is a provincial advocacy organization made up of 17 different member schools from a variety of. We have universities, we have polytechnics like Sate, we have colleges like Red Deer College, we have, um, you know, private institution like King's University. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a, a whole like smorgasbord of different institutions with different perspectives, um, coming together. You know, the voice of many is often heard more than the voice of few, um, to advocate to the provincial government, um, about students needs. And, you know, now, um, in recent years, student advocacy has on a provincial scale has become more important than ever. Um, post-secondary falls under the you know provincial government so primarily that is where um, you know students associations can really focus their energy to make meaningful changes to impact um, students in Alberta's lives and that's what ASec is all about is is you know making the best possible post-secondary for students in Alberta
0: awesome um, why is provincial advocacy important now what makes it kind of urgent especially in these in these coming up uh, years but also this year
2: yeah well i think you know if we're looking at historically um university and and post secondary and college polytechnic basically tuition in the province of alberta has grown at an exponential rate um you know that that exceeds inflation textbooks have you know, since the 80s more than increased at a 1000% of what their initial cost was. So, you know, in, in looking at that history, you know, things are getting more expensive. And I don't know if students are necessarily getting a bigger bang for their buck, if you will um you know mental health is now being talked about and we are bringing awareness to the mental health crisis that so many students like myself included are facing um you know on a on a daily basis and you know financial stress um you know accessing supports needed to to support students um with mental health you know is at the forefront as well as um, Alberta 2030, and I'm not sure if you guys have heard about Alberta 2030 yet, but it's basically, a, a, you know, the UCP government, our, our government right now, has undergone a, a system review for post-secondary. And, you know, with that, uh, it, it's an opportunity for uh, organizations like ASEC to really highlight the student voice in what needs to change in our post-secondary system to make it more accessible, more affordable more transparent and now I know these are buzzwords um that people like you know your eyes might roll into the back of your head hearing some of those words saying yeah but you know how much of that is actually happening well if it was ASEC's way all the time it would be a hundred percent of the time happening um but but ASEC has fought really really hard to um be be a part of that review we had uh, a staff member, our executive director, Jonathan Bilodeau, sat in on the guiding coalition meetings um, to really highlight the the, the student voice.
1: Britt, I love that. That's uh, super awesome to hear all the work you're doing. Well, you said uh, ASEC is fighting for post-secondary and for students and i am having a great time here picturing you just sitting down with jason kenny and throwing some fists um what do you mean what do you mean by fighting what does that look like
2: well unlike um some of the images if you google justin trudeau and boxing i don't have any any gloves on quite yet ryan um i say yet um kind (laughs) of kind of jokingly um no, in, in all reality, when I when I say fighting, you know, there's a lot of different stakeholders that make up post-secondary students, in my opinion, which one might argue is biased, um, are the most important stakeholders. You know, we we are, you know, the whole reason post-secondary exists is to 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 educate students so we can go out into the workforce. Um, But, you know, there's, there's different varied opinions, like the student perspective is different sometimes than, say, our institution's perspective. And, you know, when it comes to things like the deregulation of tuition, um, that would be devastating for students, uh, deregulation of tuition, tuition's already too, too high, Um, you know, it's almost unaffordable for students now, let alone if we deregulate tuition, um, you know, that, that could, potentially price some students out of the system not being able to access post secondary. So that's what I mean when I say fight. You know, we're really um having to be loud about the student voice because sometimes it's not always heard in the room.
1: Right. So it's like having meetings and like writing letters and like making sure that when they're making these big decisions, they know that students have a voice and have things left to say. Too. Yeah. So Talk- when you're trying to make the voice heard, are you then meeting with like government often or how does that work?
2: Uh yes, um ASEC, one of one of the benefits of, of being a part of ASEC is they have um quite an in um, you know, with, with government. So there's a there's a pretty free flow of conversation between ASEC and the Minister of Advanced Education's office, which is hugely important in in building that relationship to hear the student perspective loud and clear um you know meeting with with uh, mlas who are able to be our quote-unquote champions if you will so you know m- myself and red deer i i meet with both red deer mlas quite frequently to discuss post secondary in the province you know we meet with a variety of different ministries um because you know it's more it's important that more than just the Minister of Advanced Education knows what students are fighting for. We're fighting for adequate mental health supports. We're, we're fighting for affordability in tuition and fee regulation. Um, so it's important to, to talk. And I know Liam, your VPX, he, he's probably really out there with government. I've seen it. He, he's um, an ASEC voting delegate. And, and I know you guys are, are very active in state with uh, your local government as well
0: yeah Britt, we're uh we're definitely always on that grind happy to join ASec in the trenches to support students uh thanks for joining us in the interest of our listeners' time and their attention spans. We will no longer uh, keep them in the interview dimension but thank yeah. you for joining us in this pocket dimension thanks for braving the perils of transdimensional teleportation and uh have a safe trip back through the stargate, which I will be activating uh now. Ah! Interviews suck, dude. I hate going to the interview dimension. It's a rough time. Uh, it's always great to hear from Brittany, though. What a great interview that was. That we definitely had and uh, weren't recording at a separate time from the rest of the episode. What a great interview. Thanks, Brittany, for coming out. Um, we're going to head right into headlines because we're a little tight on time. here. or I spoke a little bit uh, a little bit too long about our New Year's resolutions or lack thereof. So we're going to throw some headlines at you. Let's do it. Oh, wow. Very enthusiastic. Yeah, don't... uh try not to have a heart attack gamestop is having a tiktok competition for its employees and one of the prizes is more labor
1: you know what i feel like a lot of people would actually want that right now and that sucks (laughs) but it's true that
0: is um so depressing i hate like any company that like really leans into and look i'm not out here trying to disparage our hr homies i know good people in hr uh it sucks that they have to work in a, a a section of the company called human resources. Isn't that messed up? No one ever talks about that. Yeah. It used to be called personnel. Humans. They changed it to human resources. Human How is dehumanizing resource. is that? This <laughs> human. Unfortunately, we had a discard of some resources. <laughs> yes, our resources were no longer of use. Jesus. Any case, like I don't like any team building exercises. My team building exercise is beers after work, or uh, you know, lunch during lunch. Don't make me do a little song and dance. White House threatens to fire anyone who tries to quit.
1: <laughs> no words. I just
0: people can't vacuum or use their doorbell because Amazon's servers are down
1: i saw that one that one's hilarious <laughs>
0: the roombas stopped working the day the because of stopped.
1: amazon no more doorbells either like it's just like oh it's uh
0: best argument against a smart home
1: right there yeah
0: north dakota oh this one's sad no i'm not reading that one yeah, cut I that got, one out I got one
1: <laughs> four-year-old boy falls out of third story window and lands on feet while wearing superman shirt oh what dude <laughs> I'd be so stoked! Amazing! <laughs> I'd be
0: like, oh oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah! I wonder if he like
1: did a flip and then just like, absolute badass. Yeah. Poor kid.
0: He peaked at four year three years old, or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely peaked. It was
0: all downhill from there, kid. He must
1: have huge, huge quads that can just <laughs> land from three stories up.
0: This one's a little old. Um, it's frankly it's from november and i know we're in january now but it's still hilarious and i didn't say it yet united states risks sanctions from zimbabwe if elections are not free and fair
1: classic zimbabwe the true the true noble knights of democracy oh yeah
0: ufc fighter loses control of her bowels later tweets shit happens that's
1: very appropriate good one Liam good I one. I, th- I am sensing the theme coming back of uh you liking to talk about poop things the poop's
0: just funny Ryan and there's poop in the media all the time all right <laughs> it's not my fault I don't make these headlines I just report it. I don't make the news Ryan I just report it JFK <laughs> making an appearance Florida Florida man suggests a solution to solve protest problem by allowing drivers to run run over protesters uh know. I don't like Final that solution. <laughs> I don't like that one. To our listeners, our audio engineer is laughing, so it tells you about uh about his sensibilities. That I don't means think we're those doing a good job.
1: Enough. Usually,
0: this is really messed up. I'm on uh, Reddit.com slash r slash Florida Man for trying to find like our last headline to kick it out, and uh, it's all good news. What the hell? That's the headline, Florida Man. <laughs> Florida man subreddit only happy this week. Florida man shoots AR fifteen at dirt bu- dirk bike biter's. Florida man shoots AR fifteen at dirt bikers who were tormenting the neighborhood. Quote, says he's doing it to quote raise awareness. <laughs> Certainly raise their awareness.
1: I got one. Uh, South Africa's lottery probed as the numbers 5 6 7 8 9 and 10 have been drawn. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to cheat just don't do make it. it look so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds The of cheater that? The, hey, the,
0: the the cheater has been found his address has been identified as 1234 Road Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't realize that the numbers seemed off
0: meth-fueled mud-covered naked florida man shakes off two tasers bites canine unit fist fights officer and spits on another coronavirus coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> happy new year everybody and to all an old sign i don't know what old lang sign means bud an old lang sign signing off old lang signing off cut it just cut the audio and me, Liam Hunter. The Asterisk is a production of the State Students Association. You can rate and review the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you do, it might appear in future episodes. Got a question or feedback for us? Shoot us a message through statesacom slash podcast. Your question might be included on a future episode as well. If you haven't already, subscribe to The Asterisk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any fine podcast monger of your choice. Thanks to State's Legacy 88 committee for the gear to produce this episode. This podcast is supported by you. So thank you for listening. This is Liam signing off.